Welcome back to another week of podcast. Neil and Mike coming at you. And holy shit, I'm tired. <laughs> Not getting enough sleep. Have you been busy? What's going on? It's just been a busy few days. Holy crap. My neck just cracked when I did that. <laughs> I love that feeling. Oh, God. Yeah, no, it's been it's been all build up, man. Like I took the week off work, so it's been just hectic and yeah, it's just been like we did just to give everyone an idea, including you here, like we finished our spring cleaning today. Oh boy. Like all the walls have been washed. Oh wow. Like, just oh, to give like, you an idea. You guys like, went deep. Oh, we went like I broke out the ladder yesterday. And I got up on the ladder and like did the tops of the kitchen cupboards. Like it was parts unknown. Oh yeah. It was full (laughs) scale spring cleaning. Now was that intentional because the kids coming home or was this, is this something that you guys do like on an, like a deep clean like this on an annual basis? We try and do this annually. Got it. So it was just an added bonus that, you know, the kids coming home. Touche, touche. So, um, but yeah, no. So spring cleaning is done. We are good for another year. Realistically, we should probably do this like twice a year. Yeah. You know, the big one. Once a year. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, fair enough. (laughs) We do like, Um, we do, we do like good cleans. Don't get me wrong. We don't make a big sigh or anything like that. But like that deep clean, like where you're on your, your hands and knees and you're scrubbing baseboards and like. Oh God, yeah, that we did that too. Getting yeah. it and, and just getting it all. Yep. That was us. Um, and then uh over the weekend, we had to split it into two days because we have a stupid big yard and we have two stupid big dogs. Um <laughs> like we tackled Mount Puji. Um yep. <laughs> and I can I can thankfully say that, you know. Mount Krapatoa is no more. So was it significant? Oh my God. It was ridiculous. Um, <laughs> we got, now I shouldn't say it's not a hundred percent done. There's about 10% of the yard where the sun hardly ever gets. Yeah. Where there's still snow. Oh, wow. Like not much, but there's still snow. So yeah, you can't really do much. So we can't really get over there and like rake yet or, you know, just hand bomb it or anything yet. Yeah. So it'll probably be gone by the end of this week. (laughs) But as of, you know, the last couple of days, there's nothing we can do about that 10% of the yard yet. Yep. But the other 90% clear. Wow. So Herculean effort there, bud. Oh, both, both the wife and I are just hurting units and, uh, I, uh, yeah. I felt a little bit like that yesterday. Cause on Sunday here, yeah, it was beautiful. Like 20, oh, nice. 23 degrees, cool. um, which yeah, like pretty like early summer, like pretty yeah. much. And so we were outside all day. We got some of our back deck. I, like just additional cushions out for the uh for the couches and stuff like that yeah totally I clean the shed i started cleaning the pool because we had it all open we had it open the, during the week um 
just cleaning random shit up around the yard. Like there were, I, I don't know if I mentioned this before, but like I, I used to have a big bush in front of my house. <laughs> That's got a big bush. <laughs> <laughs> that chunk slowly ate all winter. Oh God. <laughs> nice. And so that was kind of distributed over, over the front part of my, of my, my lawn. Yeah. Um, but I ultimately I ended up just cutting it down. Cause I'm like, this thing's done. Like it looked, yeah. it's to grow back. It's toast. Motherfucker. I put it at the side of the house. Cause we have a burn ban right now. So I can't even burn it in my back. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, motherfucker like starts going around the side of the house and pulling shit back out onto the front line. <laughs> He's like, what are you doing, dad? That's where I wanted it. Such an asshole. <laughs> the other thing he does too uh, is on our front. We have a like we have a front porch that's the length of our entire house. Like we live in a, yeah. and it's so it's really long. And Trunk loves to like just like walk up and down and run in and sure like peek in the window and stuff like that. Kim also has like an egg chair. Oh, okay, yeah. That has like a big cushion in it that that we that we just got because last year chunk somewhat destroyed it and birds decided to nest in it oh, um, but so we got so kim got a new one fucking chunk every day pulls it off the chair onto the front yard which is still kind of muddy because it's still <laughs> spring and fucking lays on it oh in God. the front yard and like kim's like i can't even fucking sit in it like it's literally covered in dirt now Meanwhile, Chunk is probably just thinking to himself, I have the best parents ever. Fuck. Oh, no, he knows. Because every time I catch him doing it and I go outside, his ears go back and he, like, hunches right down to the ground. He's just like, <laughs> I know. Shouldn't have pulled it onto the lawn. You're going to have to get, like, a bungee cord or something to secure that thing. Well, we, Kim and I joked about that. Like, there's no loop on it. There's nothing that we could hook into, like, to, like, hook it into the chair oh, like, God. and like we've put it up like over top of like the top part of the egg and motherfucker so big you can get up there and pull it down i love that we go through all the problems of like giving our pets a proper name and then we give them these other names like motherfucker <laughs> yeah just oh anyway life with chunk Hashtag life with Trump. He's a good boy. He's a very, very good boy. <laughs> For the most part. For the most part. But yeah, I feel you on the cleaning, man. We just did our cleaning on the outside. Um, and I felt it the next day. Like, yeah. it, but it felt good to get out there and like, oh God, like yeah. get all that shit done. Um, especially because I've got a few neighbors or one neighbor specifically who is very OCD about his lawn and how it looks mm. and all of that sort of stuff. So I don't want to be that neighbor who's like disheveled and all that sort of shit. It's just, I know what you mean. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. There's still stuff left for me to do. Like, cause we've got, we've got hedges on both sides of our property. So I've got to go out and trim those yet still yep. like they're not, they're not budding yet or there's no leaves or anything, but I know it's okay to trim them now. Yep. So I'll go out and do that. And I've got the cleanup to do from that. And just, general cleanup from the winter for the yard i actually just got four bags of grass seed sent to me from costco uh that i ordered 
I dropped a little seed on the lawn too this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> That's what she said. Yeah. I was going to, I was going to go there, but you beat me to it, obviously, because you dropped your seed. Now, um, now, can I ask you, because I, I, I am new to the, the seeding game. Yes. Um, do you have a seed dispenser? I do. Yes. And do you, is it like one of those hand bomb ones where you kind of, yeah, it's it? just the hand bomb one. It's yeah. not the, I, so I got the, I got a little push cart one. I rightfully could have one of the push cart ones for how much the backyard, like how big it is. Yeah. But I, ha- I bought the hand bomb one when we were in Calgary and really the lot size didn't justify like right. the push cart one. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. So the hand bomb one still works fine until oh, absolutely. Out. I'm not going to go out and get one of those push ones. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I just got a, what was it? Four, three pound bags of Scott's robust grass seed. And it was like, I think after taxes, it was like shy of 75 bucks. Oh, I, at Costco. Yeah. Okay. I need to look into this. I'm, I'm paying, I'm paying retail at Canadian tire right now. Oh, okay. Yeah. And they get you. Yeah. I mean, it's that time of year, right? Yeah. So, but I tend to look, I see it every spring and I'll see it again in the fall. Usually like a week before I, I push it as late as I can. Usually a week before we get our like snow or something. Yep. That way, you know, as it melts, hopefully it'll come back a bit. Yeah. Um, but just to help with the dog damage and stuff like that. Right. That's so. exactly why we're like our lawn. Our lawn has is very vegetative, I guess is the best way to like, there's a lot of different things that kind of grow in it. Yeah. It's very healthy, but there's mm-hmm. a lot of different things that grow in it. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah. And so like, we always try to keep it as trim and tr- like as possible, but we want to try to normalize it as much as we can. Plus chunk, you could see kind of where he hovered in the winter. Yeah. So it's like just I dropped a shit ton of seed just as oh, like God, yeah. and then yeah, just totally. milked it with my hose and ew. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sounded so wrong. That did oh, sound I, I said that way too confidently. <laughs> I, I dropped my seed and milked it with my hose. <laughs> oh god. Oh, that's so oh, nasty. Oh man. The, <laughs> you can tell it's been a while since we yeah. got it. Uh, Fuck. I've I've been very tempted to try out the uh, the rocks that you can put in the dog's water. What's what and, does this do? Oh, there there are rocks that you can buy at pet stores okay. that you can put in the dog's water dish. That uh, the minerals in there when the dogs drink it, yeah, help negate the acidity in their pee, so then they Ooh. don't burn the yard when they pee interesting so you don't get the pee spots now the risk with that there's an increased risk of things like kidney stones understandable (laughs) so it's really which would you rather deal with i don't know yeah i'd probably not want to put that into my pot ball i'll figure out a way to clean up the lawn so it's one of those things where, you know what, if you just water your lawn and get that acidity out of, out of there, you're yeah. probably going to be better off. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think it's, uh, it's part of having a dog. Yeah, I know. But like, you can tell from the backyard, like where the dogs 
congregated over the winter. Yep. So eh, it is what it is. Yeah. The other so, thing, the other thing my fucking dog did, mother thing chunk did, not motherfucking motherfucker. The other, th- <laughs> the other thing chunk did, kind of motherfucker, but um <laughs> when he when we first got him, yeah, he, he ate railings of our fence on our porch or of our railing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um yeah. now mind you, our railing, like the previous owners tried to paint it white. Yeah, and like just didn't treat the wood, didn't use the right paint, and it's just peeling like crazy. So yeah, I needed to get just replaced. Primer. <laughs> yeah, well, we, we so we're gonna replace it with aluminum or like a metal, uh, yep. metal instead. But even until we've done that, Chunk has decided to eat pieces of the existing banister, um, like through, like yep. it's just like the normal kind of banister with the. Like yep, the spindles, yeah, uh, yeah, and he's eaten through a couple of them. Yeah, when when one of our dogs was uh, younger and going through the chewing phase, um, she chewed on the window, like the casing around the windows, not the okay. plastic, but like the trim. Yep. So apparently, our dog had a taste for MDF. Um. <laughs> So yeah, it was uh, it was a fairly messy time. So I, I I understand what you're talking about. Yeah, it's also it's all it's just, it's the way puppies are. Like yeah, that's it, like there's nothing we could have done. Like, no. and it's no different than if you say like have a kitten and you know you don't give them a scratching post or keep an eye on them or something. They're gonna claw shit up. Yeah, they're gonna claw the shit out of your furniture, which we've had happen before. Like yeah. Don't let any of this, you know, dissuade you from adopting a pet. Folks. No, 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 no. It's still I worth my, it. I, I love my boy. He's he's you, awesome. You you love your motherfucker. I do. He's <laughs> the he's the biggest lap dog I think I could ever love. Yeah, he's a pretty big boy. I saw a picture that Kim had posted of him the other day. He's uh, he's substantial. Yeah, he looks <laughs> like a wolf. What's he up to now? Roughly, we think uh, I, like last time I officially had him weighed, which was a while ago, he was 60 something pounds. Oh, he's so probably I'm guessing he's now. probably like 75 to 80 now. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, he's a he's a big boy. Like the good thing about him, though, like he's got a ridiculously good temperament. Like he yeah. doesn't have a mean bone in his body and we just we're still trying to train him to like not jump at people when they come because yeah. like he's just all he wants to do is just lick you like he's just so yeah. excited to see you oh sure um, but if you don't know that you've got this big dog that's jumping up on you it's not a good not a good no it's gonna freak good you the hell out yeah so we're we're still working on that he's way better but at the same time he's just barely turned a year old so like yeah. it's gonna take time yeah we got to be patient with him the uh yeah it, it's it's a weird thing like i always said like our one dog in particular like dumb as a stack of hammers like great demeanor like like you said lap dog right yeah like all about the cuddles just wants to be around people it's one thing for a dog to be dumb but nice yeah as opposed to dumb but mean yeah right agree so 
So of the combinations, I think we lucked out. Yes. <laughs> so it could be worse. A hundred percent agree. Like if the worst thing that that has happened with Chunk is he's bitten through a few pieces of furniture or like left claw marks on something. It's like it's going to happen with a puppy. It yeah. doesn't matter. Like you, it doesn't exactly. matter what puppy. Like every puppy is going to do that. Yeah, but, totally. But to, yeah, to your point too. Like we lucked out just temperament wise. That like he's a good boy. Like he's a real good boy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it could always be worse. Yeah, agreed. What else have you gotten up to since we talked last? I mean, you've recovered obviously since Thursday week. Yeah. Yeah, I finished my bottle of Keeper's Whiskey. Yeah, did you finish the rest of the rye? No. <laughs> not even like a dent. Of course not. Dude, you've got like three like 55-gallon barrels six, of rye. I, I have at minimum six liters of rye. You've got more than that. No, I know. I think no, I think I, I think I'm up easily. close to like eight and a half or nine liters. Yeah, that sounds better because uh, the two Texas Mickey's alone. Or, yeah, the two Texas Mickeys are six. Yeah, not including all the other ones. You no, no, no. I have not made a good dent in any of them. But that's that's uh, that's the way it's going to be. Because like, I just I don't drink during the week anymore. I get it. I totally get it. I, like, I, I'm pro- I I don't know if we've talked about it. Just yeah, that feeling the next day of just even after just having like two drinks, you just feel a little sluggish. You feel a little yeah. off. Like. It's just, it's not a nice feeling. So I just don't do it during the week like I used to, which means that this supply that I have is going to last me forever, which I'm not complaining. Not complaining. No, I was no. going to say, that's not a bad thing. No, no. Oh, man. Well, it is currently at the time of recording. It is now quarter after eight Sask time. Yeah. The kid is going to be headed to the airport. I'm just doing some math in my head now. Their flight leaves 5 o'clock Newfoundland time. So three and a half hours, 1.30 Sask time in the morning. And they will be here by about 2 o'clock our time in the afternoon. They've got a couple stops. Yeah. Nothing major. Yeah. But but by 2 o'clock tomorrow afternoon, my time. They'll be here. Mm-hmm. It's going to be awesome, man. It's going to be good. It's going to be hectic. But it's <laughs> going to be good. So I'm um, going to have a hard time keeping the kid awake. Because, <laughs> wow, that time difference is real. Yes. Like, I've never, I always... done that. I've never done it that, like, I've done it that way before, like, going east to west, obviously. Yeah. How how long is the flight and how many, and what's the, what's the time difference again? It's a three and a half hour time difference. Um, yeah, that's heavy. And I find like, whenever we went back, say on vacation or something like that, I never found it bad going from say West to East. Yeah. Because I could naturally like, just, you know, fall asleep at the drop of a hat. That's yep. just how I am. Or, yep. I could force myself to stay up for like 24 hours beforehand and then as soon like and force myself to stay awake during the day whenever we got there. Yep. And then have a really good night's sleep that first night 
when yep. we got to Newfoundland. Yep. Um, but going east west, I always found harder. I don't know why. Theoretically, it should not be harder. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm the opposite. Like whenever I go east to west, I'm fine because I've like maybe just like I feel like I'm getting time back. So like exactly. So like it just I just my body like just automatically kind of resets. Like I may go to bed a little bit early and I may wake up early for like the first day or two, but it's not like the other way, which is going west to east, where like oftentimes I find up I'm having to stay up super late. And then like it's even earlier in the morning. Like, yeah, like I've done the red eyes from San Fran to Toronto, which leave at like 1155 at night, San Fran time, which is 255. Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah. And then getting home at like 730, 745 in the morning, Toronto time. Like that a that day's a wash Um, and be part of the next day will like for sure be a wash. At least yeah. for me. No, I get it. And that's like the thing. Like, we got the kids' flight booked for going back to now because we lucked into a seat. Um, so, going back, it's the usual red eye that we take. So, usually you would leave here, uh, go to Calgary, and then you go from Calgary to St. John's. Yep. And usually with WestJet, when you take that flight, you're out of Calgary, let's say around midnight. And by the time you get into Newfoundland, it's usually sometime between seven and eight in the morning, Newfoundland time. Yep. So it's not horrible. It's a red eye. So you can at least get some sleep, you know, if you can sleep on a plane and you go from there. Yeah. Right. So the worst part is the fact that you have to go from Saskatoon to Calgary and then. <laughs> yeah. Calgary to. I, I, I get it. I guess it's just. It's it makes the most sense for the airlines to get as many people on. I'll as be possible. honest. I would rather do that than go through Toronto. Oh, oh yeah, I would not want to stop over in Toronto. No, Toronto like, airport sucks. It's it's great. No, 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 it doesn't suck. Like when I it as a person who travels in and out of it, the only thing that sucks is going to the states. Because going through U.S. Customs at Pearson is like, it's A, it takes forever. Uh, and B, it can scare the shit out of you, the stuff that they ask you. Oh, that's the case anywhere, though. Yeah, but it's just like, it's the intent that they do it with. It's just very, like, ugh. Anyway. Um, and then coming back sometimes, going through Canadian Customs can be a little long-winded as well. But like the amount of walking you have to do to get sometimes from your gate to customs is crazy. It could be like a 10 minute walk. <laughs> Honestly, what really got to me the last couple of times I've been in the Toronto airport was like the last time we literally, and I counted, we had seven gate changes. You had what? Seven gate changes. Oh yeah. That's stupid. Well, it should never be that. Oh my God. And then the time before that, when I was in Toronto, what was supposed to be, I think it was a two or three hour layover ended up being a 10 hour layover. Ugh. So I have you bad have feelings breaks. about Toronto airport. Fair enough. Um, Fair enough. But I will give 
some credit where credit is due. I do think overall, whether it's Toronto, Calgary, Halifax, whatever the case may be, I like our flight system better than the European one. And I don't know if you've ever experienced it. No. Oh my God. It is such an anxiety inducing experience. You go to check in for your flight and everything there for the most part seems like our process. Okay. Yeah. Up until the point when you look at your ticket and you realize there isn't a full gate number on there. You know which terminal you have to go to. Yeah. But you don't know what gate. Yeah. And they have these, like, for lack of a better term, these, like, corrals. Okay. Where they, all these people are just, like, wandering around patiently. Well, not even patiently, but, like, just staring at the screens, waiting for their flight number to have a gate show up next to it on the screen. And they don't do that until like 15 minutes before boarding. That's it. That's how much notice you get what your gate is. And then depending on the airport, you've got, like you said, the walk, which isn't a walk anymore. It's a full on like sprint. Yes. Oh my God. It is such a nightmare, especially if you have anxiety. I yes. need to know which gate my, my, my flight is going from. I hated every second of it. That's, that's very fair. I've had that happen once traveling in Canada, but I think it was camera. It's not, that the, I think the flight may have been oversold. So like, that was the, that was the other thing. It's like, you're either going to get on this flight or the next one. So it was, it was treated more almost like a commuter, like a commuter flight, which yeah. I'm guessing like, that's probably what it was like in Europe. Cause what you just said about like people waiting for their gate number to be called and you only have like 15 minutes. That's like getting on the train system in Toronto. Mm. Like yeah, you're it's the same thing in Europe with that. It, like you're standing there looking at the screens and you see your, you you see what platform you have train, to be on. What platform do I have to go to? Yeah, and like sometimes they keep it very consistent, so like the regulars know where to go, so they can go and get there early. But sometimes they'll fuck with it and get the trains on different tracks, so that people end up on the wrong platforms. What the fuck? Why? I don't know. I don't know. Is it that complicated to plan? No, you would think with so much of these routes, is it routes or routes? I say routes. These routes. But routes. it's tomato, tomato. Right? Yeah. Like it's- so many of these routes are like planned to like precision. Yeah. That you would think knowing that it would just be default. Like what gate, like it's this plane's going to be traveling every day at these times. Like yeah, it's, exactly. this will be its gate. Like that's, that's the way I would think it would work, but exactly. And maybe there's more to it, but I think I get worked up over it because I am an anxious traveler. Like, and I'll sit like to the degree where like, once I'm at my destination, I have no problem. 
like once I'm there, I'm in the hotel, I'm checked yeah. in, you know, all that other stuff. Yeah. Great. Perfect. Good to go. But the process of actually getting there. That gets interesting. Me. Yeah. I don't know what it is. It's because maybe it's because there's so little that's in my control. You know what I mean? Yes. And there's so much that can go wrong. Yes. Yes. Um, like, cause all it takes is for like that, that red eye that I was just telling you about where you go from here to Calgary and then Calgary to St. John's. We've yeah. done that a few times. Usually it's like pre pandemic. A full Forty-five minutes, maybe an hour. It does not take much for all of a sudden. Oh, you've missed your flight. Yep. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> the only time I've ever had a very anxious moment like that flying was I was going to Boston for work, yep. and. My flight was Toronto to either JFK or LaGuardia, mm-hmm. and then LaGuardia or JFK to uh, to Boston. I can't remember what Boston's airport's called now. He's there all the time. Um, but I remember, I remember getting to New York, and they basically start saying, like, the flight to Boston's delayed. It's delayed. It's delayed. Um, or sorry, no. Was it that one? No, the bo- no, my flight going to New York was delayed. Sorry. Oh, okay. So you didn't even know and if so you were going to make your connection. I didn't know if I was going to make my connection. And so I get out. I have no idea which way I'm going. I go out to a taxi. I'm like, drive me to this terminal. Like, it's illegal for us to do that. Like, we can't drive you terminal to terminal. Like, that's just not what the taxis are for. I'm like, I will give you a hundred bucks. Drive me to this fucking terminal. And so he did it. Um, and I get to the terminal to go check in and everything ended up being okay. But I asked them just like, I was literally like 10 minutes from like not making it like, and then they came back. It's like literally the next flight from here to Boston will leave in 15 minutes. Like, oh God, it's yeah. basically like, a, these are people who are going for business meetings for half a day, getting yeah. on this flight. Cause it's so short. So it's just, they run it over and over and over again. Um, but man, getting close it's to stressful. missing your connection at an airport yeah. that you know nothing about is, yeah, that's fucking scary. Like, and that's, we experienced that when we were going to Florida one year. We were doing the whole Disney, you know, universal thing for Christmas. Yep. And we were going from, I think it was here to Denver, then Denver to Anaheim. Or not Anaheim, sorry, Florida. Um, And then we got there and there was a delay because of weather. You know, we travel in the winter. You kind of expect it. But then there was a delay in Denver getting through customs. Because I think some people were away ill or something. Got it. And we ended up having to run to catch our connection (laughs) in Denver airport, which is fucking massive i mean good go- you've been to denver airport right never been to denver's airport it no. is huge oh my god it is ridiculous how big denver airport is is that as big as o'hare up- in, Chica- in chicago it might be bigger oh 
Honestly, oh, like this is a gnarly one too. This one is just ridiculous. And regardless, we made it, thankfully. But I think we were literally one of the last two families to get on board. Jesus. So it's like, what the? So regardless, I I don't handle travel that well until I will say I'm on that last flight to get us yeah. to our destination. Yeah. After that, I tend to be able to relax a bit. Yeah. I always, I, yeah, I definitely appreciate that. Like I'm the type of guy who likes to get to the airport like three hours before my flight. Oh yeah, totally. You're speaking. And, my like, I have no problem. Just like sitting at the airport. Oh, just yeah. knowing that Get I'm a coffee. Here. Relax. Yeah, exactly. I love that. Um, Cause I know what the alternative would be. It would not be fun. Yeah. Um, but I do get that feeling too. Not, I don't think it's an overwhelming anxiousness, but just like, uh, you like you get on the plane, for example, and it's just like, okay, well, like things could still, I don't want to say things could go wrong, like you're going to get a plane crash or stuff like that. But no, like, and that's not what happens delays. in my mind at all. No, it's like you could have delays. You might have to like circle a runway because it's too busy or like shit like that. Like, yeah. And then it's like, it's when you land and it's like finally at your gate, then that's usually what I'm like. Okay, everything else from here, like getting a cab to wherever I'm going or getting an Uber, whatever, I'm fine with that. And that's why, like, and I realizing this and, you know, bless my wife for this, realizing this over the years, we've taken steps to mitigate it. So instead of booking flights when we have, you know, that really short connection time in between, we now purposefully book flights where we will have that longer in between yep. time to give ourselves that breathing room, which I really appreciate, you know, yep. things like that. It might not seem like much, but it eases so much. Oh my God. Of yeah. That. So instead of an, a 45 minute or hour long, if we have a two hour layover, that's a huge cushion. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. And like you said, if we're sitting there and we have time, who cares? You've got time to go have a coffee. You yep. can wander around, stretch your legs. You can do whatever. And yep. I totally get this is like an old person thing. I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> but yeah, there's something just about knowing you're knowing where you need to be. Yes. And knowing that like the next thing that you're about to do is like, it's there. You've completed the task you needed to do to get there. And going back to what you had said before that, like to knowing once you're at that, say, second airport and you find out which gate you're exiting from. Okay, now where's the next gate I need to be? Okay, it's down this way. And you get there and like you're there in like, let's say, 10 minutes and you've still got like an hour 45 or something till your flight leaves. It's like, oh, I'm golden. (laughs) Who wants a coffee? I'll go get one. Yeah, well, you got that. And like so many people, most of everyone has phones now. Like, just pop on the airport Wi Fi and watch whatever. Like, yeah, I usually don't even do that. I'll just like, you know, whatever, hang out, have my coffee. I'm, I'm usually the same. I think, depending on like so much of my travel has been work related. So, like, sometimes I'm with a colleague. So, it's like you don't get that same kind of like like relaxed time or routine time to do your thing yeah that's a different one um 
but I think I, I would do the same thing. Like I'd, I'd get to my gate. I would then sketch it where either Timmy's or Starbucks was and go get coffee and a breakfast sandwich. Cause usually I was flying it first thing in the morning. Yeah. Um, and then I would come back and then I would watch like the TV screens of like the CBC, the abbreviated CBC news. Oh yeah, totally. That. Um, and then, yeah, sometimes like literally just like walk up and down a little bit, yeah. put a podcast on, just sit, like literally just sit and do nothing, but just listen to music. Yeah. And chill, sip yeah. your coffee, whatever. Yeah, yeah exactly. I totally get it. Um, I got to ask since we're talking about it. Yeah. With the exception of, let's say, our hometowns, roughly, do you have a favorite airport in Canada to go through? Like, have you experienced one where it's been like, you know what, this is actually kind of pleasant? You're thinking about it. I I don't mind Calgary. Yeah, actually, that was going to be my answer, too. Calgary's is good. Calgary, like, it's it's got... it's got amenities like a big airport. Yep. Um, but it's got a small airport feel in terms of just like the process of going through security and even lining up for security and all that sort of stuff. It just, yeah. it feels, yeah. It's like a really good balance. It is. Yeah. It is. Like it's not it, like you look at lines there and it's like, okay, like this is nothing compared to like what I would see at Pearson or see in Vancouver or even Montreal, like, but I like, I like the Trudeau, the Trudeau airport in Montreal too. That's not a bad one. Yeah. 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 I get that. Um, no, I was going to say Calgary as well, because honestly, I think, I think you hit the nail on the head. Like they've got a really good balance of that medium size airport, but they've got so many amenities once you're past security. Yeah. It really does strike me more of that. Well, O'Hare almost. Right. Yeah. Because once you're, if you've been through O'Hare's uh, or O'Hare Airport in Chicago, like once you're past security, they've got quite a bit of oh, yeah. security that you can do and check out and stuff like no. that. Calgary really reminds me of that. Agreed. Um, so theirs, theirs is good. Um, I haven't been in it in a long time, so I'm assuming they've done a lot of renos, but Halifax's was pretty good, especially, and it's smaller, obviously. Yeah. Halifax's is pretty good. That was good. Yeah. Uh, St. John's is really small. Um, But again, no complaints. Yeah. So, have you ever flown into the island airport in Toronto? No, no, I haven't. (laughs) No, I've I've only ever gone through Pearson. That's an experience. I've done that. Oh, yeah. Like anytime I went to Chicago, because you could do island airport on Porter Airlines um, from the island airport to Midway in chicago okay and for me island airport was like a five minute uber ride for my condo oh god why would you yeah and then it was like literally you could show up 45 minutes before your flight and like no lines no nothing you walk through i i don't even know why i didn't mention this airport this is like one of the best airports they don't do it anymore but they used to have like free snacks free coffee free pop um like some light pastries like it was like hanging out in an old school lounge while you waited to get on your flight. This sounds awesome. It is incredible. Oh my God. And then, and then it used to be, I don't know if it still is, uh, it, free beer on flights, free steam whistle. 
<laughs> My mind is blown right now. Holy crap. Order Airlines, man. It was and is for me like the best traveling experience I've ever had. How have they, how have they not gone nationwide with that type of stuff? Because there's they're only flying small planes. Are we talking like like how many seaters are we talking? If you had to guess a number. <laughs> Like we talking uh, like 40 person, maybe like 40, 45. Okay. All right. All right. And propeller yeah. and propeller planes. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, so they can, like some like, of those. they can only go so far, obviously. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, they pretty much have like the, the upper Northeast covered for the States, like to go to New York or go to Boston or go to Chicago. Yeah, flying that way. I would, you could, I could fly from the island to Ottawa in 45 minutes. Yeah, that's awesome. So, like, and it would cost me, it would be like 140 bucks, maybe. Okay, but still, by the time you factor in the time savings alone, 100% agree. 100% agree. Wow. Yeah, it was a great, like, that's it's, it's a great way to travel, man. No stress, no stress at all. That is crazy. Well, it helps when there's free beer. Yes, <laughs> yeah, they've cut back some of that stuff now, but still, the experience is still awesome. That is crazy. Yeah, man. Order <laughs> Airlines, gotta love it. Um, one other thing that we did over the last few days here. Yeah, went on to Crave, our favorite streaming platform, by yes. the way endorsed yeah. by podcast um not a sponsor though so. <laughs> just putting it out there crave yeah. um watch the batman i'm torn interesting because your reaction because we talked about this before we recorded the last podcast yeah. that you were gonna stay up a little later than normal to yeah watch. And, and and i was torn after watching it there's some really good aspects to it. Don't get me wrong. Yep. There are some aspects that I'm not a hundred percent on. So I'm not going to ruin it for anyone, but I will say this is going to be my weekly edition of, okay, you got to watch this. Come up with your own, your own ideas and, and, and whatnot on this after watching it and let me know what you think. Okay. Um, I can say that apparently they already have something in the works for a sequel. Obviously. So, so be it. Interesting. Okay. I so, do. Yeah. I, I like it. I loved the, um, the last series, the, Chris, oh, the Christian Bale. Bale ones. Yeah. Yeah. Like those were just so well done. The only weak spot for me in that that trilogy was the first one. And even then, it was the story, not the acting. Yep. Um totally agree. But yeah, other than that, I'm with you. Oh, like yeah. the the dark knight is just Oh yeah. It's a Every, fucking everything else in that in that trilogy was fantastic but like I, um, so i say all that because i'm really into those ones and i i haven't had the desire to check out the new one yet yeah no there's like i said some really good aspects of the of the new one um there's a couple things i would change no doubt but overall 
there's some really good stuff going into it. But the things I would change, I would say, are pretty big ones. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one thing I can tell you without giving it away, which is an automatic plus for me. And they did this with uh, with the newer Spider-Man movie when they introduced it. There's no backstory. They just write in art. That's it. And I appreciate that. Because how many more times do we need to see that? We don't. Exactly. If you haven't seen it with any any of the film, like the Michael Keaton ones, the Christian Bale ones, all the cartoons, like the the Adam West one, like <laughs> hey, there's been ample amount of time. <laughs> don't be laughing at the Adam West. I'm, hey, I dude, I fucking loved it. Fucking loved say, it. You you see this thing right here above my shoulder. I do. Well, you do, but the listeners don't. Right behind me, Adam West. Adam West holding that comically large bomb from the Batman movie that he was trying to dispose of, but he couldn't, for the life of him, find a safe spot to do it. (laughs) I will admit that I own that movie on Blu-ray. I don't know if I've actually seen it. What? You have not seen that Batman movie? No. I if I have, I it was I was like single digits in age. Okay, I take it back. This is my weekly. Okay, you got to watch it. Okay. You have to watch that original Batman movie. It is so over the top campy. Like you thought the TV show was bad. Oh my God, the movie. Perfect. That's (laughs) what I want. It is so bad. (laughs) Oh, it is so bad, but so good at the same time. Perfect. Uh, And just like the murderer's row of Batman villains. In yes. that movie, yes. <laughs> so, yeah, it's okay. everything that you would you would want. I will definitely check it out. I will definitely yeah. check it and out. And because it's like that version of Batman, yeah, completely family friendly. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know if I can ever get Carrie to watch it. Maybe, maybe you never she know. Might give it, she might give it the time of day, but we we'd have to see. Wait and see. Like yeah. you said. She really likes the new Ghostbusters movie. Oh, yeah. Actually, that one wasn't bad. I was I was actually quite impressed with it. Yeah. Yeah, like, it wasn't bad at all. To be fair, I didn't even mind the remake that they did with uh, with uh, Kate McKinnon. And, no, uh, it was fine. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. Um, I love what they did with the characters and like how over the top some of them were. Yeah. And stuff like that. Yeah. I don't get the hate. Neither do I had for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't get it either. It's, it's so stupid. Yeah. But that new one. Yeah. The new one's great. It was, it was really good. Really good. Yeah. I'm with you on that one. Started watching a new thing on prime. Outer range. Who's in that? Josh Brolin. Yes. I've been, I've been seeing it pop up on my TV. Dude. Is it good? Oh, it's so messed up. It is weird. Okay. It is like Yellowstone meets sci-fi. Like Westworld? Not even Westworld. Because, I mean, don't get me wrong. Westworld was great. But this is like 
I can't even describe it. It's weird. I mean, there's only like, I think four episodes right now. Yeah. And they're doing a weekly release. So you got lots of time to catch up, but there's some head scratching moments. It's yeah. I can't, I can't say anything more without giving it away. You got to watch it. Okay. I like psychological stuff like that. Yeah. And it's got some, like I said, there's some, obviously some sci-fi to it, but you gotta, yeah, it's weird that way. Um, It's, you know, what it actually kind of reminds me of, did you ever watch preacher? No. Oh my God, dude. (laughs) You gotta watch preacher. What year did it come out? It's been out in like the last, let's say five to six years. I don't have cable. Okay. I guarantee you it's on one of the streaming things. Oh, well. And it's a Seth Rogen project, but it's completely like violent and. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and just messed up. I have and... some work to do. I, 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 I'm, if I'm reading your body language correctly. Yeah. Here, you so... gotta, you gotta, you gotta watch that. You're one. a little before, disappointed before you do anything else. Like the main villain in it, like there's a few, but yep. one of the main villains in it is this bald guy. Somebody tries to shoot him in the head. They get him, but they don't get him. They get him and it grazes like the top of his head. Yeah. And it takes away some of it. It's a flesh wound, but it takes away enough of his flesh. So that splits the top of his head. So now it looks like he's got a dickhead. Jesus. Oh my God. It is so funny. (laughs) Oh, it's just priceless. It's called preacher. Preacher. Okay. It is just. I'll search it out. It is not family friendly. If I would assume with Seth Rogen ties to it. Yeah. It's based on a comic book. Preacher's bet. One of Preacher's best friends is like a vampire. It's like, it's just messed up. Okay. So it's a little all over the place. Oh, totally. Okay. It's, it's so good. Oh man. A whole bunch of recommendations for my segment this week. <laughs> <laughs> we should put them up on the website and then links to where which you we need to, them. which we need to actually. Yeah, we need like, to. We need to sit down and have a podcast meeting about. Yeah, you know what? Maybe this weekend. Yeah, that sounds like a plan. Okay, maybe on like Sunday or something. Cool, I'm down. Awesome, and maybe we can have some people come aboard and say, "Hey, what do you want to see?" We'll yeah. make it like a focus group. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> my voice pitch really weird there. Yeah, yeah. dude, ah. you, you you really like that? I let go. <laughs> oh. Oh. oh man, are you guys getting uh, geared up for the end of the school year too? Uh, some summer plans really... all set up. Yeah, summer plans are really carry at home. Um, just because Kim and I are both home. Yeah, no so... camping or anything yet. No, she she hasn't said what she wants to do. Okay. Um, she'll end up playing with her friends. Like, oh, that's fair. Yeah, all the time. Um, and her cousins, and but if if she, like we, she just doesn't have interest, so we're not going to force her into something that. No, no. Why would you? No. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, and I'm sure if something comes up, like you said, camping wise or something like that, then at least you can just pick oh, up. And- camping wise, like we're we're gonna go to Santa's Village, which is where oh, we nice. last yeah. year. We've got 
camping with my friends set up for July. Um, and I'm sure we're going to find more like, nice. Yeah. So we'll have, we'll have those things to kind of break up the totally so that where it doesn't just feel like we're sitting at home, even though like summer here is awesome. Like for us, cause like a, we have the pool, um, be both Kim and I are at home so we can work outside. And yeah, like, but at the same time, it's a chance to get away, even if it is only for like a couple days. For sure, man. Nice. Good yeah. for you guys. Yeah. Carrie must be getting excited for the end of the school year. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> her birthday, which is next week. Oh, God. Yeah. That's crazy. And we've got a big surprise for her that I will reveal to you off air. Nice. Yeah. Just in case she's listening. She's not. But okay, good. If she is, I don't want, watch Preacher. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want her even listening to this right now. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Here's what Unky Neil says. Don't watch Preacher. <laughs> God. Yeah. No, uh, right, now, right now it's her birthday focus. She turns 10, which is insane. Oh, man. Uh, that's crazy. So, yeah, it's a big one for her. That is good for her. Yeah. Nice. Well, we should probably wrap it up, man. Oh yeah, shit. Ten fifty. Well, ten fifty Eastern time. Ten fifty one exactly. Yeah, look at that. Well, make sure you check us out on all the social media platforms, even the one that Elon owns, and uh, you can. Yeah, we gotta talk about that next time. Oh yeah, next week we'll be talking about <laughs> that one. Don't worry. And uh, just look up podcast on any of the major social media platforms, uh, including that one that Elon owns. And I'm not gonna say the name of it because who knows what the name will be by this time next week. And uh, we'll see uh, what that name is. Um, also, you can check us out on any major. Uh, podcast platform just check out podcast please and uh we will start getting that new website uh, up and going and yeah. going from there until then that's it for this episode any parting words stretch before you work out always good advice yeah why not i guess it depends on what counts as a workout well stretch before your next physical activity your body exactly. will appreciate it does that include like opening the Oreos to eat a sleeve? Sure. Nice. Okay. I better get stretching. All yeah. right. See you next week, folks. Later, pal.